Star Wars Geek Girls They're geek girls that like Star Wars And sometimes cry Hello, my name is Zoe Hinton and um, I'm here with Lizzie Yeah And um, our special guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Oh, sure, yes. Well, I, I suppose I could, if, if you don't feel like it. Um, I, my name is Joe. Uh, I, I dress up as the emperor from time to time uh, when I don't feel like wearing earthly clothing. Uh, and uh, I'm a member of the 501st, etc., etc. Uh, there's a lot about me. I don't like talking about myself. How about you ask questions? Uh, I'm a podcaster like you, like, uh, you are. Yay. <laughs> Podcasters are good. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, I think. <laughs> All right. So. I mean, I have a list here in front of me. I mean, this is yeah. like what you're supposed to be talking about. Am I, you, am I supposed to go down this list here and, and tell you what I am? Is that... um, lover of cheesecake. Oh, lover of cheesecake. Well, yeah, that should be on the top of the list. They're not at the bottom. Yeah. It's at the bottom. Yeah, cheesecake is the best thing ever. It is. It yes, is. I'm glad you agree. Uh, you, you're, you're, uh, <laughs> your master has taught you well. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the, the only exception is mincemeat cheesecake. That is my enemy. I cannot stand mincemeat cheesecake. It, it uh, is, is the oh, worst here. thing ever. Yeah, trust me, it is. And you don't want to go near it. I tried to make cheesecake. It turned out sour. Ah. Really weird. <laughs> uh, I like strawberry cheesecake better, though. Strawberry cheesecake is good. I love uh, red velvet cheesecake, uh, coconut cheesecake, uh, banana cream cheesecake. <laughs> I could go on and on. <laughs> Peanut I like butter. Shoe fly pie, too. Ah, shoe fly pie. I do like molasses, so I, I guess shoe fly pie would be it's not cheesecake, but it, it would count. <laughs> it would count. Uh, it says here, okay, fine, since you're not going to say it, then I will. I'm a member of the 501st Legion, Southern California Garrison, yay, uh, and uh, which I think is your neck of the woods there, Lizzie. Uh, I know your parents, by the way. I've known them for several years in Sabreville <laughs> there. Um, I am SL12743, a Darth Sidious costumer. Uh, and I am the host of, well, I'm a co-host at the uh, 501st cast. I actually post-produce the 501st cast. And uh, I've been there. I'm relatively new to that particular show. I've done about 10 episodes now. And uh, uh, it's a lot of fun. I like to talk about the Legion, of course. Um, I'm on Dark Empire Radio, which is at darkempireradio.com, another Star Wars podcast. I'm at Hollownet Audio Dramas, another Star Wars podcast at hollownetaudiodramas.com. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, well, uh, and I am the creator of this little app that I listen to your show on from time to time called the Star Wars Podcasts app on the uh, Google Play Store. And uh, your show is on there, and I've listened to you uh, talk about Star Wars and, uh, uh, and other things that come to your mind when you feel like chatting about it. And uh, there you are. <laughs> a little bit about me, and I guess a little bit about you somewhere thrown in. <laughs> well, um, so yes, this is our guest, and um, thank you for you know listening to us, putting us on your um, app, and um, and for coming on the show today. So we'll just start with what's new with events and stuff. So Lizzie, you can go first since you're first in the notes. Yes, <laughs> um, uh, I went. 
recently I went to LA Cosplay Con. It was really cool. I saw a bunch of my favorite anime characters there. <laughs> I loved it. Um, but I did a panel there with Kids Can Cosplay, and I I was the oldest one there. <laughs> I don't know how old the other kids were, but I was the oldest. So it was kind of weird. I had to be the grown-up and stuff. <laughs> fun, fun. Um, they asked me questions, and I mentioned Mandalorian work, Saber Guild, Level Fires, and the groups that my parents are in. Uh, I also went to a few other panels. I don't remember. It was like charity, cosplay for charity, and it was um, the same guy who does Kids Can Cosplay, so he talked about um, the charity work that he does and stuff. And then I went to the Mandalorian and Mercs panel because I am a part of that. My mom's a part of that with our Sabine costumes. Uh, and they were talking about how awesome Mando, being a Mando is. <laughs> and they put, they had a whole row of their Mandalorian helmets. And since I just showed up, they said that I could put my helmet up there. And I was so happy. Of course, I was in the audience, though. I wasn't talking with them. But that's okay. <laughs> My own panel. It's okay. Um, and then I had my panel, which I only, I didn't understand one question. I was proud because I thought I wouldn't understand any of them, but I just didn't understand one of them. So that was good. I don't even remember what, it, what the question was. It was that exhausting. Was that your first panel that you were on or have you been on panels before? That was my first panel. Aha. So uh, uh, was it a lot of fun? Did you enjoy yourself being the center of attention up there on stage and all that? Yes. Good. There, were, <laughs> there was this one question that someone asked everyone. It was, if you could choose only one costume and get rid of all the other ones, which one would you choose? And I couldn't answer that one. It was so hard. Um, but I said I would, I would keep my Attack on Titan costume. Traitor. My parents were, my parents were a bit mad. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bit. You're a traitor to all of Sabine kind. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> She's turning to the dark side, I think. I was already there. <laughs> Lizzie's far on the dark side. She's evil. <laughs> yes. Um, and that was my panel. It was great. Loved it. Um, I did two troops recently. I had um, ah, Willowdale Respite. I cannot swear. And it was like, I think it was like some kind of like church or youth center. I'm not really sure. But it was for... Um, you know, like, mentally disabled kids, so, um, like, we went, and it was a lot of fun, the kids were really nice, and, um, they were really excited to see us, even if they didn't really know who I was, but they were excited to see us, <laughs> actually, so at one point, so Kylo Ren was standing there, and one of the kids walked up to him, and he's like, hey, where's Han Solo? And, like, everybody just immediately stops, and they're just like, oh, no. And then he, like, <laughs> so Kylo's standing there, and he ignites his lightsaber, pauses for a moment, and then he's like, I killed him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was great. 
Uh, I like Kylo. He's 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 uh, uh, learned quite well. He's had a good teacher, and I uh, I think his teacher st- stole some of my bit there. But uh, yeah, he, <laughs> Kylo's uh, he's a good guy uh, from my point of view. <laughs> I love Kylo. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to disagree with both of you. Um, <laughs> 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 no, but it's really fun. The kids were nice. They were. Um, a few, uh, one of the stormtroopers and Kylo, they both had drawings handed to them, like, you know, Star Wars drawings, and actually there was one little girl, and she was dressed as Yoda, and she had a lightsaber, and she was, like, kind of wary, I guess, of Kylo and the stormtroopers, because it was all, like, it was stormtroopers, and then Kylo, and then my sister, and then me. My sister's a Tuscan right. Raider. And then, um... And so I was like, oh, I'm a good guy, don't worry. And then she was my best friend until, you know, the next group moved through. But it was really fun. <laughs> and um, also at the end, after the troop, um, the, we did a, um, a picture where, or not, not a picture, a video where we all pointed to something we wrote on one of the whiteboards in the changing room for um, Trip in North Carolina. So um, it's his birthday. So um, this is a shout-out to Trip. Uh, happy birthday, Trip! if you listen to this. If you don't, then I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. And then I also went to a uh, convention in Harrisburg, which was really fun. It was, like, really, like, it was big, and there were a lot of people, but it was really open. Like, it wasn't crowded like cons tend to be. And um, mm-hmm. I was Sabine, and my sister was her spring trap in her spring trap costume from Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> We would take, like, two steps, and then, like, three people would come up to get a picture. It was insane. But then we also met a um, Captain Jack impersonator. He had a giant pirate ship in the convention hall. Like, it was, just a, pirate, it was a giant pirate ship, and he gave me a balloon sword, and he told me to hit my dad over the head, and then we were talking for a while. His name was um, Stephen... Uh, D-A-P-C-E-V-I-C-H. Dapsevich. Zap. I don't know. I'm tired. Good luck pronouncing my last name. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's part of the reason I said introduce yourself, because I have no idea. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then we also met um, Indiana Jones, who is um, Dallas Kindard. Or Kindard. I I can pronounce that one. I was going to be like, you met Harrison? What? No, unfortunately, no. I did not. But um, he's a possible future guest because you know he likes Star Wars and he'd be fun to talk about with cosplay and cons. So yeah, <laughs> that's that was my weekend. Um, Honestly, LA Cosplay Con was really small too. It was like really, really small. Um, there is some people, but not that much. And I bought a bunny hood. A bunny hood. <laughs> No, it's not. It's not a bunny hood like the title, <laughs> but it's like it's like little bunny ears. But it's from Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask. So I loved it and I have it. Well, it's awesome. Well, um, yeah. One of the things with cons is like the real. I love being the big ones with lots of people, but they're like the bigger ones are often really crowded and you can't move that well or see anything. This one was nice because there was a lot of people, but it was also really open. You had a lot of move. Ah, a lot of room, I can't talk, to, like, move around and look at things. So, um, yeah, it was really, really fun. And, Lizzie, since you mentioned Zelda, did you hear about the Legend of Zelda yes. game announced at E3? Yes. Okay. Oh, we technically went. 
<laughs> you technically went to Ethiopia. Okay, so we were at a hot dog place, and my dad's like, hey, you want to... <laughs> you want to go to E3? It was like the day before E3 was going to start. And I was like, what's that? I didn't know what it was at first. And then he told me, and I was like, oh, I want to go, I want to go. And then <laughs> he's like, okay, we can watch it on YouTube live. I'm like, oh, okay. what? <laughs> I literally started crying right oh, there. <laughs> I felt like you. <laughs> uh, I always... But, I don't, like, watch the live E3 stuff, but I, like, keep up on the news. Like, last year when Fallout 4 was announced, or this year when they announced Skyrim Remastered, and, yeah. Um, so we watched that the next day. I was late. I woke up at 10, and then I came downstairs, and he was watching it. I was like, no, I was late. <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> I want it. It's called Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and yeah. I want it. Yeah. I want it. <laughs> I'm saving all my money right now. I don't have any money right now. Actually, I have a dollar in coins. So. <laughs> well, um, Joe. He has you... a ponytail. <laughs> um, Joe, yes. do you have any um, recent events? Well, um, uh, funny you should ask. I, I have upcoming events, but uh, I'm one of the, I, I, the emperor. It shouldn't really get out very often. I mean, after all, he enjoys sitting on his throne. Although uh, the, the emperor was kind of dumb enough to put his throne right next to the Death Star's main reactor. But anyway, that's another. <laughs> um, but uh, no, actually, you see, I, I, I'm a working stiff of a Sith. I don't get out very often. Uh, so I don't really troop as much as I used to anymore. But um, uh, I do have two events that I do every year at an orphanage in uh, Pasadena, California, that I put yeah. together. And uh, that uh, so this the main one will be uh, this coming August, uh, the first Saturday in August. And I'm looking forward to that. I, I have two jobs that I do on the weekends. And so uh, I'm, I'm always busy. <laughs> I can't get time off to go troop. <laughs> But, um, but uh, yeah, the orphanage troop I've done since 2011, and it's, uh, it means a lot to me. The emperor is an old softy, you see. Uh, and, um, uh, of course he's a softy. He doesn't wear armor. Uh, <laughs> but, um. Yeah, so I, I really enjoy that troop. And uh, uh, the last troop that I've done other than that was, uh, I would say, uh, a celebration last year. My goodness, I haven't trooped in, a, in a, over a year. Well, no, that's not true. Uh, December 2015, we did the orphanage. So I, I haven't trooped since last December. Uh, and, uh, wow, I really need to get back out. <laughs> My parents are going to do that event. I'm glad. I'm glad. I wish that you could come along too, Lizzie, but they do have the rule that you have to, it's, yeah, it's adults only. I, yeah, I get it. Because, yeah. you know, you're going to go and you're a kid and you're with your parents and then you're at an orphanage. Yeah, and the, the kids so, there, they, they, they would uh, turn all kinds of jealous, uh, and uh, which, you know, they're looking for parents themselves. And, uh, yeah. So, um, but, uh, yeah, you know, and, and uh, it is fun to, to go and uh, bring Star Wars to them and uh, what they're going to do this year. And, uh, and putting that event together is no small task. It takes a lot of preparation months. Uh, I usually meet up with them in April or May uh, for the event in August. And uh, we kind of plan out what we're going to do. And the event itself is only an hour and a half. But in that time, uh, before the event starts, the kids are going to watch something Star Wars. This year, they're going to watch uh, Spark of Rebell Rebellion, the first. Oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah, the first Rebels episode, which is why I'm hoping your parents are going to go dressed up as Rebels. That'd be awesome. Um, <laughs> oh. And uh, and for a lot of the kids watching uh, Rebels this year, the you know Spark of Rebellion, they, um, 
it's the first time that a lot of them have seen anything Star Wars. And so uh, it's going to be really, really cool. Some of them may not understand, you know, who the stormtroopers are or the mercs, but uh, I have a thing. I actually put a trooping guide. There's a four-page trooping guide with all of the rules and stuff because there's special rules for the event. And... Uh, in that tripping guide, it basically says these these kids may ask you questions about Star Wars, and it's okay to break character and, and uh, tell them, you know, hey, you know, answer, just answer their questions, don't volunteer anything. But if they ask you, hey, what 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 are, who are you? What what is who is your character? Um, and I've had people come up to me in in my uh, in both at the orphanage and other places. Um, who are you? Are you Darth Vader? I'm dressed as the Emperor. People think I'm Darth Vader. And uh, I, 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 I don't break character. I always talk to them in my gruff little uh, Emperor voice there, and I say, no, Vader is my pupil. I am the teacher. You know, and I, I kind of get a little brash, and it's fun, you know, to be in character and interact that way. And, and, uh, so that, and that's really what makes the... Uh, you know, uh, talking to the kids is a, a lot of fun. And, uh, of course, Saber Guild's going to perform uh, at, uh, there and uh, just interacting and having photo ops with the kids. And uh, a lot of them are special needs kids, too. So um, that's what makes it really, really special. And the funny thing about that orphanage is that uh, until a couple of years ago, there used to be maximum capacity at that orphanage was 66 kids. And uh, so we used to uh, commence order 66 every year. <laughs> but uh, yeah, now it's 64. Uh, the, I don't know why that's changed, but it's still uh, maximum capacity. But uh, uh, it, it was, it's a lot of fun going there. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a I think... fun trip if I was in California and four years older. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think, was it last time, last year when they did that? Um, my parents brought toys to them. Yeah, in December, and we're going to do that again uh, this coming December, but it's going to be a different kind of toy. We're, we're not quite uh, decided. I mean, last year, uh, all of the costumers, uh, there was about 50 to 60 costumers from the different clubs that, uh, that go to the event, both in August and December. And um, last December, all of the costumers brought the kids an action figure each. And it was really cool because the kids would... Pick would you know each action figure would have oh, I'm sorry each customer would have an action figure in their hand, gift wrapped, and uh, one of the kids the kids would come up one by one, and they would select which uh, customer they wanted to get their present from. So they you know they come up to like me or a, a Merc or a Saber Guild member and they say uh, I pick you. And then they uh, they get their present, and then they go off and they unwrap it. And if they don't like it, they can trade, you know, <laughs> amongst each other at <laughs> the event. Uh, but it was cool because it was kind of like getting an action figure from an action figure. And that was, that was a lot of fun. And uh, this year, we're not decided yet. We want to do something a little different. We're maybe We're thinking of maybe small Lego, uh, like a small Lego gift, because uh, the kids really love Legos over there. So... Um, the problem with Legos is that they come in all shapes and sizes, and we kind of want it to be the same, you know, so that one kid doesn't get something that's bigger than something some other kid might get. So, but uh, you know, it is you just just giving the kids gifts, you know, because they don't really get a lot of gifts at Christmas time. And uh, yeah, my mom is taking us to every Michael's and uh, just here to get these, um, I think they're like journals, but they're like Star Wars journals, so they're, they're really cool, and they light up, too. That's the part that I like, because they light up. <laughs> so, you know, yay. And talking about breaking character, we were at a church one time, like a little event, and 
I was Sabine, and apparently all the kids, like, you had to stay in character because these kids thought you were real. Um, and usually the kids always do anyway. But um, when I, I was taking a picture with a kid, and then the kid left, and then there was someone who played as Captain Hook from Peter Pan. And he, t- he like, whispered to me, he's like, oh, you have a really cool costume. <laughs> and I was like, who, who said this was a costume? <laughs> And I, I felt so proud of myself. He was like, oh, yeah. I felt so proud of myself. Did you offer to, to uh, paint some artwork on something of his nearby to let him know who you are? There? No. <laughs> Sabine graffiti. That's a bad habit, by the way. The emperor doesn't even condone graffiti, but uh, Sabine does, I think. <laughs> Very bright and cheerful, too. That's more of Zoe. <laughs> I, I'm the bright and cheerful one. Lizzie's the yeah. kind of red. Yeah, her her artwork is bright and cheerful. The bright colors and kind of like her hair. I think her hair and her the colors of her armor kind of uh, reflect the, uh, the the graffiti that she always leaves behind when she's somewhere. Uh, like in Spark of Rebellion, the the Tie Fighter that she uh, updated, I think that was very Sabine esque yeah. of her. Um, I was playing with my Sabine Lego because I have a Sabine Lego <laughs> um, on my desk, and. I replaced her hair with my hair, like just not my hair, my hair, but like a Lego version of my hair. And then I lost her Lego, her Sabine hair. And I was, and I couldn't find it. <laughs> and, um, and I was thinking back to the episode where Zoe was talking about how Ezra's a walking traffic cone and how Sabine can't camouflage. And I was like, oh my gosh, she can. I can't find her. <laughs> um, and then I think a day later, Axel found her under the bed. So, Well, Sabine can camouflage. I mean, one of my jobs is in L.A., and believe me, uh, if I had Sabine's TIE Fighter, it would be camouflaged. You wouldn't be able to see it amongst all the city background there. It would just blend right in. So on Monday, I actually have an event, but I will not be dressing up as uh, Sabine or anyone. Um, I'm going to be helping out my dad and other people. It's, it's, a, it's an event for the mentally disabled kids as well, uh, just like what Zoe did. Almost like, I guess. I don't know. Um, but apparently the kids are very touchy, so we're not going to... We're just going to help out and stuff. My my dad's going to do, I think, Canaan. And my mom will be at work. And there's going to be more um, more costumers <laughs> to go. I just <laughs> forgot the word. Oh, jeez. Cosplayers. Um, Cosplayers, costumers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the funny thing is, in the Star Wars clubs, I'm not sure. Cosplay is an accepted term, but I think we prefer the term costumer because yeah. I think cosplayers are more of like a convention thing. They were they just cosplay for fun, but I think costumers have purpose. They they uh, they costume to have fun, but also because there's a lot of charity involved, and I think uh, um, 
of course, it doesn't really matter, but uh, a lot of people think that there's a distinction between the two, and it's it's debatable. You could, you know, pick whichever side you want, good side, you know, light side, dark side, whatever, yeah. but uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think cosplay is just uh, the act of wearing the costume, but then you, when you go a step further, uh, and, you, and you wear that costume for a purpose, just beyond having fun, I think you earn the term uh, costumer, I really do, I think that, because then you've got, you've, um, uh, and some people say, well, costumer is the people that, that make the costume. And, uh, for example, me, the emperor can't sew. I, I, didn't, I didn't put my robes together. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I conscripted someone to put my costume together for me, uh, and, and then I killed them. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, I think someone that makes a costume could be a costumer as well. But I, I think if you, it, just the way the emperor thinks is that if, if you actually have a noble purpose behind the costume, I think then you, you earn the term costumer, I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the time? Oh, when I went to the LA Cosplay Con, there is a guy in our Saber Guild group. Um, he did uh, Lando for the con, and I told him, hey, you should do Star Wars Rebels uh, Lando. And he was like, oh, but I can't change, I can't fit animation to reality i can't change it and i literally started waving my hands around because i was wearing my season two sabine i was like i just did it i just did it i'm right here he's like shush i'm a big <laughs> fan of lando calarizian he you know if uh, that guy dresses up as lando i'll send him some recordings of my voice maybe uh, he'll enjoy uh i don't know pushing a button and then lando could do some talking for him i think that would be a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> um but that that's I don't have any other upcoming events or recent events. So what about you, Zoe? Coming events? Did you? Um I have one in August. <laughs> oh, like me. How about that? We match. Yeah. I, it's yeah, it's a con in August that I know I'm going to, but I I don't know. I don't have any and if I do that I don't know about them, which is usually. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I think I have a 4th of July parade. Oh, I don't have any 4th of July because I'll be going to Texas. Yay. Yay. It's like it'll be Where really it's flat hot. and hot. Yeah, if you think it's hot this weekend, Lizzie boy, you're in for it when you go to Texas in the summertime. <laughs> I know. I've been to Texas before. It's, I like it. <laughs> um, except I found out that my grandma's room is, like, way colder because her vents, like, are blasting the coldness in there. So I just stay in there all the time because she's always at work. So <laughs> um, uh, what else was it? Oh, when I go to Texas, I might be going to the Saber Guild, Texas, over there. Since I'm going to be there for around two weeks-ish, um, I might try to visit their Saber Guild. So <laughs> that'll be fun. I'll be representing um, Saber Guild. Saber Guild has grown. When I first met your parents, uh, I was actually going to um, the Saber Guild that your parents are, are still involved with now. Um, I, I'd been involved with uh, Saber Guild in uh, Orange County uh, here since uh, 2010, and your parents came along. I can't remember if it was 2012 or 2013. The dark side's clouding my vision here. It was but, 2012. 2012. I was, I was 10. Yeah. And then they were the only, at the time, they were the only Saber Guild. That was just it, that one chapter there. That was 
the main one, Temple Prime. And it wasn't even <laughs> called Temple Prime then. It was just called Saber Guild. Blah, there you go. And uh, <laughs> now there's an, another one locally just east of there that I go to. Uh, and that's the one out in Chino, in the Inland Empire. I love that term. Uh, and uh, now there's, what, Texas, Las Vegas. I think there's one in Japan. I mean, they're, they're all over the place. Kind of, <laughs> kind of like the Legion. I love it. Uh, uh, whoever the, the emperor is, or the, the leader there, Rababa, Rab Yanagahara. He's got two Bs, so we, we call him Rababa. And, uh, yeah, and uh, he, I, he has qualities that would make him a good emperor, I think. He's just expanding and conquering and taking over. <laughs> I mean, he is a Sith Lord. Yeah, I that, mean, that, Sith that helps. A Sith, I mean. It's a good quality. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Rababa's so nice. <laughs> we need more light side people in the world to come you know, to that. Zoe, you need to come to our Saber Guild. Oh, I suppose I might pop in from time to time. You never know. I, I, I guess I could. I'll Zoe, you need to come I'll to just, Saber Guild. Yeah, I'll just walk over there right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, the funny thing about the light side is that whenever you turn on a light, there's always a shadow somewhere nearby. Oh. There, there's something to think about. <laughs> um, what if there's no sun out? Oh, that's perfect. Then, then it's, it's nice shadows. and dark everywhere. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I want to do a Sith costume. I'm thinking about how it would be, though. So that way my dad can help me. Actually... I don't even help with my costume, so I'm <laughs> just, <laughs> um, I want to do a silk costume. I'm thinking about doing season two Sabine, because we're going to work on that tomorrow, and hopefully <laughs> it will get done. There you go. I wonder what color her hair will be in season three. I mean, she's gone from purple to green or green to purple. She's going to be Rainbow Dash. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it'll be blue, like in the back as usual, and then white in the front in memory of Ahsoka. Interesting. I, I like that. And then she'll paint all her armor and her helmet. Like, like the helmet will be like orange with Ahsoka's face markings and then like... You know, like the chess piece and stuff. Like you said in memory of Ahsoka? Well, yeah, they think Ahsoka's dead. Okay. Alive. They think she's dead. <laughs> Question mark. No, she's alive. Ahsoka lives. <laughs> well, dead or alive, my apprentice put her in her place. <laughs> I'll look at it that way. <laughs> it will be a long time, if ever. She, <laughs> she left him a little banged up, too, so I mean... Well, know. yeah, but you see armor Just a little. He was kind of like... You know, limping yeah, to his yeah, TIE fighter. Limping to his TIE fighter with a big gash in his helmet. Yeah, but that's the thing about <laughs> Vader. All you need is a, a wrench and a hammer and a screwdriver and a little glue, and he's good as new. <laughs> and that rhymes. <laughs> oh, it does. <laughs> I made a rhyme. <laughs> Just don't ask me to rap. That would be terrible. The Emperor <laughs> is secretly a poet. We all found it out. No, okay. we, only, we only let Daisy Ridley rap. I heard you say poet there, Zoe, and I know you have a thing for Poe because oh, I've, been listening to you on the, I've been listening to you on the podcast. Now. So, yeah, as you see, I, that's proof that I listen. Yeah. <laughs> Poey. Um, You're a fan of Poe, therefore you are a poet. I like it. <laughs> All right, okay. See, that, that see Zoe can have Poe, but she can't have Kylo. I don't want Kylo. You can take him. <laughs> Well, I don't want Poe, <laughs> even though he's my—he's like a brother to me. Oh, good. Well, only in the fanfics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. 
Speaking of fanfics, you can listen to some really good ones at hollownetaudiodramas.com. Uh, shameless plug. Uh, carry on. Move along. Move along. <laughs> um, Kylo. And... All right. Oh. So, is there an update on Kibbles, Lizzie? If you look at the notes, <laughs> nothing. Yep. In Comic Sans and Bold. Yes. <laughs> kind of like the Death Star at the end of the first movie. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, well, I regret that. I don't have anything on Kibbles. I'm still, we're, I'm still trying to figure out what I can do for new shirts and stuff like that. So yeah, here's your out. friendly reminder that 100% of the proceeds from Star Wars Geek Girl merch goes to help Lizzie go to celebration so I can meet Lizzie and I will hug and I will squeeze, I will hug her and I will squeeze all the dark side out of her. You mean you two haven't met yet? No. No. Oh, well, you know what? Um, I, but allow me to contribute somehow. Uh, tell the listeners uh, how they can uh, purchase Star Wars Geek Girl merchandise, and uh, I, I wish to uh, assist you in that endeavor. It's at, um, <laughs> um, on T Public. It's, it's Star Wars Geek Girl. It's on our face. There's a link on our Facebook page, and um, you can buy. There's only one right now, but Lizzie's working on more shirts because. Yeah. But yeah, there's only one right now, and I have one, and it's like, it's me, and it's Lizzie, and it's a Star Wars Geek Girl, and we're like, and Lizzie's wearing a BB-8 shirt, and I'm wearing a Rebel Phoenix shirt, and we're being friends, and we're linking arms, <laughs> even though we've never actually met. I'm not sure how the Emperor <laughs> would feel about wearing a Star Wars Geek Girl shirt, but uh, <laughs> I'll be happy to I'm contribute s- all the same, I think. <laughs> oh, I don't have black. one. Uh, that's a help. That, that that's a start. <laughs> I don't have one. You don't. It's I don't really have sad. a. Sh- do they have hoodies? Yes, I think they do, or at least sweatshirts. We like oh, hoods. Yeah. We do. Yeah. I like hoodies. <laughs> I will have a black hoodie. Because... Good. <laughs> we could probably team up and destroy Zoe and make her turn into the dark don't side. Don't do that. Don't well, if you destroy her, well, uh, uh, <laughs> what would we'll be destroy, left? destroy, no, we'll destroy the light side, the light in her. Ah, okay. <laughs> you destroy the light side in me, that's all of me, so. Ah. Yeah, it comes in, <laughs> it comes in like 500 different colors, and. That's a lot of light. <laughs> and you can get it as, um. Oh, it's just all t-shirts, I guess. You can get a regular t-shirt, a tri-blend t-shirt, extra soft, so if you want a really soft t-shirt, or a v-neck t-shirt. I thought there were sweatshirts. Do they have sleeves? Oh, yeah, here it is. Also (laughs) available as a tank, a long-sleeve tee, a baseball tee, a kid's shirt, a crew neck, a hoodie, or a phone case. What? Phone case? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's huh. a, at the bottom, you scroll down to the bottom, so it's also available as tank, long sleeve tee, baseball tee, kids, crew neck, hoodie, and case. So you can get a black hoodie it, with Star Wars Geek Girl. Put the link so I could see it. <laughs> oh, yeah, do you want a link? link yes, link. I want a link. <laughs> Lizzie. I want to make a cables. What? What? If you hmm. buy your own shirt, I'm not sure how productive that would be to getting, giving you money. I know. <laughs> 
um, well, I, I just want a hoodie. <laughs> I need a new hoodie. Yeah, you, you can get your Star Wars Geek Girl shirt as a black hoodie. Yay! I'm getting a new backpack, and I'm going to draw on it because it's mine. Um, um, for high for high school, and I'm gonna draw on it, and it's gonna have. Um, I'm not sure what, which ones, either the M, imperial, um, thing on there, or the rebels, or I don't know, but I know for sure I'm gonna put a Lincoln Park, because um, I love Lincoln Park. They're the best band ever. But, yeah, get buy our shirts, and Liz <laughs> should work on a Kibbles shirt at some point, right? Kibbles. Yeah, Kibbles. Kibbles is adorable. People will buy that shirt. <laughs> I will buy that shirt. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So next we have comic book talk. Com- comic book talk. Yeah, we were gonna talk mm-hmm. about Darth Vader. So I oh. <laughs> I had to do laundry, so. I have to do laundry. <laughs> um, did you like it? I, my mom really likes it. So far, she, I'm liking it. Um, it's good. Yeah. Darth Vader is evil. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the name of the game. I mean, uh, I didn't <laughs> teach him to be a nice guy. You know. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> uh, My cat says hello. Oh, hello. hello I don't know. I don't know if you could hear him, but Elvis is over here meowing at my my right next to me here. Ah, and he just bit my finger. I, I've taught you well. <laughs> taught you quite well. We have another guest on the podcast. It's um it's Elvis, Elvis the cat, the kitty, yeah. the wolf cat. Yeah, and now he won't say anything. I'll go figure. <laughs> I just go. heard now that. He... <laughs> Star Wars Geek Girl logo number one designed by Lizzie. Number one? Yeah. So you making... knew I was going to. <laughs> oh. My dad did it, so. My okay. Dad, yeah, got to do all of the logos. <laughs> yes. About the artist. Interesting. I'm going to click. I don't think there's anything there, but... Yeah. <laughs> Tell that to Conjugy Club picture of you. Oh, yeah, my dad made that a shirt, too. I forgot about that. My dad was, like, so mad. He's like, I post stuff trying to get likes and stuff, and then I just post that because I didn't have anything else to post, and it gets, like, 300 million. <laughs> See, my mom, she complains that whenever she posts like something on like you know just the internet about how something something meaningful and something nice something you know about cancer or like you know stop cancer say whatever and then she gets like three likes but when she puts up a, like a selfie of her and her makeup like she gets like so many likes so she gets upset at that 
I, I sympathize with her. You know, it's um, interesting. I, I'll say something witty on Facebook or uh, I'll say, you know, uh, something, you know, go help this person out. They really need it. And it might get a handful of likes. But when I, I put a picture up of uh, a whole bunch of people or something, or, you know, I might even say something about I'll put a link to a podcast episode even that I might have done. Uh, and that might get five or six or even a dozen likes uh, on a good day. But if I put a, a picture up of uh Anything in particular, where it, like a whole bunch of costumers or uh, me and my, uh, my my cheesecake face pictures, you know, that <laughs> those get dozens and dozens of likes, you know, maybe not hundreds, but you know, they get lots of likes, and I think it's really sad. People are more responsive to what they see, you know, visually pictures than what they read. You know, they just don't want to have the time to to go click a link, you know, or, or go help somebody in need, or um, or even listen to a podcast. I mean, podcasting is great, but it, there's a specific audience. It's it's for people that are willing to uh, take the time and, and enjoy listening to discussion about what they like, and of course, in this case, Star Wars. But uh, it, it, it's just, yeah, you're right. It, it's really sad when uh, it it, it's terrible. The Emperor wants to cry now. <laughs> Where's Skywalker? Where is Skywalker? Vader, go 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 back and search for Skywalker. I'm going to sulk in my misery here. <laughs> You'd fit in well if you cry a lot on here. I noticed. Yeah. Now I'm doing it. It's like just you just have to cry. Like you're just all in the it's virus, and it's just like an aura, or, a, uh, or you know, a virus. You know, whatever, Lizzie. A virus. <laughs> just not the blue shadow virus, right? I remember that from Clone Wars. Oh wow! Oh. I'm not like that guy. But <laughs> scientist. He's the blue shadow crazy. virus. <laughs> I can be crazy sometimes, but that guy was just, nah. He, no. was, he was out there. He was really out there. <laughs> um, speaking of Clone Wars, um, we watched, or we should have watched, Lizzie. Um, did you watch what? It? Did you watch it? I watched it. Okay. I, except I accidentally I watched Trespass because I thought we were doing that, but it's okay. I got both of them, Jedi Crash and Defenders of Peace, so it's okay. I okay, got I'm my cool. notes, too. I have 50 okay. of them, so... Oh, um. <laughs> Joe, did you watch uh, Jedi Crash and Defenders of Peace? Oh, I did. Yeah, just not recently. I, I saw it when it first released, and I have it uh, recorded and saved. Uh, but it's been a while, so my comments might not be as uh, prolific as yours might be. But um, I do have one thing to say about Locke Durd. Uh, and, uh, but when, oh you get, when, when you get to him, uh, then, then so... I will say it. All right. So. Yeah. He's <laughs> ugly. He is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at their eyes. Like the eyes are just weird. They look like a goat. Like close to a goat, but not really a goat. A goat? I dare you to. I dare you tell him that. Hey, Lot, you've got goat eyes. Yeah, I dare He's you. Not gonna know what a goat is. What kind of? <laughs> they do have. <laughs> what kind of goats have you been seeing? No, no, no. Well, goat eyes. They're yellow. But his are red, but it looks the sa- like the same thing. You just uh, there's red. nothing wrong with yellow eyes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have never thought of a goat when I okay. <laughs> um, I thought of a goat because goats. I love goat cheese, by the way. <laughs> That's why I thought of goats because. Goat cheese is delicious. Okay. Anyway. Do you want to start with the notes? Who? You. 
Me. You. you, you, <laughs> you. Uh, well, I think we should summarize the episode really fast and put uh, it in chapters. All right. So just like we're looking up to the Wookiee Gunner because when they do a podcast about, you know, uh, Clone Wars, they usually summarize little parts and take notes on that. And I love Wookiee Gunner. They're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so much that something fell over. Yeah. That, 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 that was me. me. Yeah, me. I dropped a pencil. Um, Good job. It was a loud pencil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a pen. Well, it wasn't a pencil. It was like a DSI, like a stylus, but it's like a big one, and it's like Lego Harry Potter. But oh, anyway. Wow. <laughs> but anyway, um, so we have Jedi Crash. Do you want to read the little thing, Lizzie? The Blue thing. Yeah. Yeah. Blue? Yeah, in the beginning of the episode is blue. I don't know what else. The fortune cookie. Yeah, you want to read the fortune cookie? <laughs> Greed and fear of loss are the roots that lead to the tree of evil. Which is funny because there are trees in that episode. I, I think. But they're not evil. I. Actually, they are because the nuts came falling down the, and almost killed Ahsoka. The pods? Yes, the pods. I, they look like nuts. No, they don't. And I don't like, they look like pods. <laughs> Whoever wrote that fortune cookie is comparing me to a tree. <laughs> All right, I uh, I get it. Uh, the empire does have many branches. Trees are so awesome. Wait, Zoe, did you read the uh, Poe Dameron comics? No, none of the Poe Dameron. Uh, Poe Dameron's parents comics. Shattered Empire. Yes. No. I haven't. Oh, I was going to say something cool, but yeah, never I don't mind. Care. You can say it. Well, it wasn't cool. It was just something from the comic, but you have to read it because I don't want to spoil it. Okay. <sighs> anyway. Um, just like I kind of spoiled Dark Disciple for you. So, like, you know. it, it was spoiled <laughs> for me way before you spoiled it for me, so it's fine. I know, but I spoiled it. I, I spoiled it. <laughs> no, you, I already knew. Okay. Anyway, I was I was watching wait, wait, wait. I was watching a Simpsons episode with my dad, and like there, um, have you guys watched Simpsons? I'm pretty I've, sure you guys have, right? I've seen bits of it. Yes. Yeah. So Marge and Homer like they go out on a date and they watch Empire Strikes Back, and like they come out and there's like a a huge line and Homer like kind of shouts out, but I guess not intentionally. He's like, wow, I can't believe Darth Vader was Luke's uh, father. And then everyone gets mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. So that's, that's yeah. Uh, I right. almost clicked well, over the mic. Back to the Clone Wars. Um, Wars. Anakin and Ahsoka arrive at a pitched sky battle to help besiege Jedi General Ayla Sakura. Anakin How do you say Sakura? Sakura. They said Sakura. I was like, Sakura. Sounds like tempura. Which I haven't tried, but it sounds to, it's, it's, it's like shrimp. But Well, you know, General uh, Sakura is very insecure, I think. And uh, so she <laughs> had to, uh, so I think she's Sakura because of her insecurity, I think, yeah. Uh, well, 
Anakin is gravely injured in the fight. Ayla and Ahsoka, along with the now wounded Anakin, a lot of A's, um, <laughs> and the surviving clones crash land on the uncharted grass-covered planet Mar- Maridon. All right, so it does have a name. Uh, forced to leave Anakin behind in order to save him, Ayla teaches Ahsoka why the Jedi have no personal attachments. They make their way to a Lerman village. Their ruler, Tiwat Ka, explains that, they're, that they are pacifists and in this war and are not aligned with either side. Hesitant to have anything to do with the Jedi, Tiwat Ka agrees to help save Anakin's life. Does it really... Okay. What? I don't like... <laughs> he's like I want to I want to strangle him I mean like <laughs> at first I was like okay he kind of has a good point and then like after a while and they're like literally being bombed he's like we will not fight I'm like okay okay you need to chill <laughs> oh I, I did not like him he, he as adorable as he is little monkey man is not right in the head I mean I sort of understood about what they were talking about with the Jedi, how peacekeepers and how they have weapons, and in order to keep the peace, they have to have violence. But, like, I mean, the Jedi are trying their best. I know they're not as... I know they're not as good as the dark side, but, hey, trying. (laughs) But, um, like, the first, um... Like, in the first episode, and even the, a little bit the beginning of the second episode, I'm like, all right, you don't want to get involved with, you know, killing stuff. I respect that. But then, like, <laughs> after like after a while, and, like, they're, like, literally loading up the bombs, and the Jedi are like, okay, we're going to make a wall around your village and set up shield generators. You don't have to do anything. We'll do all the fighting. And he's just like, no, stop it. Like okay, I'd rather die. I'm like really, but like really, he wasn't really? like they were doing like they were the ones setting up the wall and doing the shield generators. He, like it's just like they're, you're not even doing anything. Just let them do their thing. That's the second episode, Zoe. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so the next episode is um, Defenders of Peace. So do you want to read the fortune cookie? Last time I had to read the fortune cookie, you read the right, whole... Okay, fine. <laughs> when surrounded by war, one must eventually choose a side. Dark side. No. Agreed. <laughs> yes. Yes. No. <laughs> oh, fine. <laughs> the dark side has pugs. We used to have cookies. I don't know what happened. Uh, I'm in the process of getting the dark side cheesecake. It would be Every- much, much better. <laughs> Time I try to make cookies, they keep burning, and I'm like, really? That's because you're on the that's dark side. That's your dark side. Yeah, that they're they're showing you their allegiance. You can only have good cookies if you're on the light side. You see, yesterday my, yeah, yesterday my sister burnt her toast, and then when I made toast, it didn't burn because she's on the dark side and I'm on the light. Then Safi can join us. <laughs> Take her. <laughs> Why? <laughs> wow. We'll take, we'll take Freddie. No, you won't. You know, I was at my dad's work, and I just realized that you can name your dog Freddie Prince Jr. <gasps> <laughs> he has a cookbook too. 
You know, that that uh, makes sense. I mean, my cat's named Elvis, so if you could name your dog Freddie Prince Jr., uh, why not? <laughs> my, my, my dog has a boring name. I wanted to name him Link, but my parents didn't let me. So now his name is Bingo the Beast Peralis. Ah, Bingo. I like it. <laughs> See, when I was watching um, Clone Wars, like today, I was, I was watching it, and, um, like, Freddie was just, like, sitting on me and just snoring <laughs> really, really loud. <laughs> He's so small, but he can snore really loud. Yeah. <laughs> right, anyway, Wait. let's see. Read the summary of the Clone Wars. <laughs> the leader of the uh, Lerman, Tiwat Ka, don't like him, refuses to shelter the Jedi from arriving... Se- Wait, what? To shelter the Jedi from arriving Separatist forces, fearing that such an action would unnecessarily bring his neutral people into the war. Ahsoka, Ayla, and the wounded Anakin to so many A's. Now I understand what you were saying. (laughs) And the rest of the clones respect their wishes, as they don't want to jeopardize the village with their presence. So they have to retreat into the wilds of the planet. Separatists, I can't, Nian... Nemoidian, Nemoidian. Nemoidian. Okay. Yeah, they did my bidding for the in the in the uh, <laughs> when I was the Phantom Menace, and then the, then they showed how unreliable they are. <laughs> bosses in the, in the Phantom Menace. <laughs> it was undercover though. Whoops. Anyway, <laughs> General Lockdurd arrives to test a devastating weapon, which they plan to use on the Lerman. Ultimately, the villagers have to decide whether they will lay down to the separatists or fight with the Jedi to defend the village. Da, 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 da. Oh, my, my foot. Ouch. Okay. Which has nothing to do with the plot synopsis of the episode, I think. Yeah, it doesn't say, ow, oh, my foot in the, in the synopsis. <laughs> it hurts really bad, though. But does it have to have anything to do with the synopsis? What if I sprained it? You wouldn't even care, Zoe. <laughs> well, you, you could claim that it was injured in the battle there, and then maybe it could have yes. something to do. Yeah. I don't know. Battle wound. Right. Well, uh, I can I could put my two cents in about both of these episodes if you don't mind. Uh, there's nothing. Um, I mean, very speaking generally, I mean, after all, Lockdurt is a general. Um, yeah. I'll back up a little bit. First of all, Ela <laughs> Sakura, I think, is from France. Because of yeah. her accent, uh, and, uh, the 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 Lerman, I think, are lemurs with 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 uh, high IQs. The, you know, lemurs are like they look like monkeys, and uh, so I think maybe that's where the Lerman came from. With the uh, a theory. If you yeah. like mix around the letters of lemur and then take out or and then add an N, it's Lerman. Yeah, uh, so I think maybe that's where they got the idea for the, the Lerman. Uh, <laughs> they're a play on lemurs, I don't know. But uh, then Locke Durd, I have to say, is voiced by one of my favorite actors of all time, George Takei, uh, General, uh, General, what am I saying? Well, he's a General, he's General Locke Durd, but uh, George Takei, Mr. Sulu from the original Star Trek. Uh, and he talks a little bit like this, I think. Uh, and... and uh, Wonderful. George Takei is perhaps one of the funniest people I've ever met. He's an upstanding guy. I was in the same convention hall as him, so I count that as meeting him. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I would have met him, but there's, like, like, a really, really, really long line. And, like, it costs, like, $40 for an autograph, and I don't want to go up there and not get anything, so... <laughs> 
Uh, honestly, that scene in uh, Jedi Crash where Anakin is taken to the village and he like kind of wakes up and just a bunch of monkeys just like stare down at him. Like, I, I would be weird. I would be weirded out too. <laughs> like they were just looking down at me when I woke up. I I would freak out. <laughs> Just, or I would just be like, Axel, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> There's Axel's new costume, Alerman. <laughs> he needs to learn how to roll like them. He'll be wagged too. He could do it. <laughs> Probably. My dad's trying to teach him uh, a few like flips and stuff so he could do, be like Ezra. So. Mm. <laughs> um. I think the oh my mom does Ayla too. She cosplayed. I don't know if she's still gonna do it or if she's done with it. I'm not sure, but she was Ayla Sakura. Does your mom have a ventress to go with your dad's boss or not? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm just asking. I I know. I actually found it weird when um, Ayla was talking about my master was like a father to me, and. And I was kind of like, okay, that's weird, because my dad is Voss and Ayla. I always thought that Ayla and Voss had a thing together, but I don't know, because uh, Kit Fisto, there's a comic in the Legends where they were under underground uh, underwater. Oh, I've seen that. And they, like, they do that. They Well, I say it was a kiss, but then again, Kit Fisto kind of like, breathed air into her which is kind of weird um, <laughs> but I don't I I can't say that I can't say I don't know um uh I I I don't know <laughs> I, I was just weirded out by it <laughs> yeah I so. heard her when she said that and I was like I think that's a Voss reference but if I say that in the podcast and it's not I will be well, Killed. in the legends, it was Voss. We don't actually legends know. Legends still, like, canon then. So, I mean, I think that's what Filoni was referencing, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I read the comic where Voss meets Ayla, and it was so cute because, like, it's legends, but I'm not sure if it's a thing, but... He met her when she was, like, small, and they were going to give her away to slavery. But uh, Voss sensed there was, like, something really strong in her, the Force. Um, and I don't remember if it was a hut. It was probably a hut because, you know, slaves and huts, they have could a thing. Could have been a Zigerian. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they were going to sell her and whatever. Um and uh, what was I going to say? I forgot. Oh, and then she was attacked by Wampa because a Wampa came with, was loose. And then Voss saves her. And then Voss leaves with her master, with his master, whoops, um, and, um, and with Ayla. That's so cute. Yay. And even Voss, Voss then has dreads. It's kind of weird. I mean, it looks like dreads, but I'm not sure. Well, I was just going to say that, the, you know, it's kind of interesting how the beach bum Jedi with the dreadlock hair falls for the bald, the bald chick. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I mean, 
I mean, in real life, my mom has really short hair, keeps telling my dad to cut off her, his dreads. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so getting to the episodes again. Um, <laughs> did you notice when Anakin is hooked up to the life support thing? And it kind of, and he was breathing, and it kind of sounded like Vader. Like just a little bit. Life support. Oh, I did not catch that. Like I, like I heard that. Heard I heard that. I heard that. And I'm sitting, that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, and Freddie's sitting on me snoring, and I hear that like in the background when Ahsoka and Ayla are talking, and I'm just like, I don't stop it. I think it was Freddie. Well, no, it wasn't <laughs> Freddie, because Freddie's snores are like. Are you sure? <laughs> nah, because Freddie's snores are like snorting. Like, it was a foreshadowing of things to come, I yes, think. Yes, it was. Because <laughs> he's, like, laying up. Uh, All the Jedi had A names this episode. <laughs> Ahsoka, Ayla, and Anakin. Triple A. Yep. Batteries. Yeah. <laughs> Together they are batteries. It all makes sense now. <laughs> when uh, Ayla and Ahsoka... Or, oh, I guess all of them. The A team when they're trying to get into <laughs> when they're trying to get into the fortress. Um, they were. Uh, it reminded me because Ayla and Ahsoka were trying to avoid the lights, you know. Um, and it reminded me of Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker because when you try to save your sister in the fortress, you had to be sneaky and you had to avoid the lights mainly. Um, and if you get caught, they throw you in a dungeon. So, oh, fun. Yeah. yeah, very fun. But it's okay, because apparently, if you just move a couple barrels in your dungeon, you could press a button and it opens the door. Oh. So I'm just like, uh, all right, then. That's definitely what people would do if they had dungeons and things like that. They would just put a button right there where you could just open uh. up. The cell. Note to the crew chief on uh, cell block 1138, uh, please do not put any barrels in any of our jail cells on the death spot. <laughs> <laughs> hope, hope he remembers that. And then yep. when Soka was like, I'm just glad he wasn't awake to see that landing after she crashed the ship. And it was just like, Soka, I thought you were there in the Clone Wars movie. Anakin would have done the same thing. He can fly a ship, but he cannot <laughs> land it. Like, at all. <laughs> like, he crashed, he crashed the Twilight on Tatooine in um, the Clone Wars movie. Like, well, that wasn't his fault. <laughs> so, I mean, you know. Not, it's usually fault. not his fault. I, well, I, I still, so. I want an explanation as to why they were randomly hyperspaced into a star. Well, that they had to... That wasn't explained. Like, they're taking off, and they're just like, um, for some reason, we're going into hyperspace. Like, the cl- like the clones were just like, oh, yeah, the hyperspace, uh, um, whatever, the jumpers, threat, engines, whatever. They're, like, going to send us off into hyperspace, into some random coordinates. So it's Well, like, they had to get away as fast as they could, so I know, I'm but they didn't set, random. But they didn't set that. They were trying they were trying to hook up to the they were going to hook up and go to the Republic ship and the Republic ship was gonna take them away, but for some reason they were just sent off into hyperspace and then it was never addressed again as to why that happened. <laughs> like at all. 
Like, if, if their ships randomly send people into hyperspace when they're broken, they should probably check on that and see what's wrong there. Because that's not good. <laughs> no, but it sounds like a wonderful thing to sabotage some rebel ships with. I, I think, uh, uh, note to the crew chief down in the hangar deck, any captured rebel ships, do that to their... But uh, uh, <laughs> uh, there. The hyperdrive motivators and never computers and all that. Yeah. For some reason, that just reminded me of a, one, a kid at one of the troops of the, over the weekend, not the con, the other one. And um, he was explaining to me how Darth Vader was actually a scorpion, which apparently was in some, according to him, I don't know the facts on this, but apparently in some, like, one of the video games for I forget what system he said, but Darth Vader was actually, like, a scorpion under the mask. And so, what? yeah, I know. And so I was like, oh, I'll have to tell this to Kanan and Ezra so they know. Because apparently when you kill Vader, he just turns into a giant scorpion. You have to fight him all over again. <laughs> Man, I'm glad I don't remember what Shmi Skywalker looked like. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, um, yeah, so. Yeah. Um. Lizzie, tell your dad that Darth Vader's a scorpion because he's okay. the only Kanan I know. Though I should know another one by now, Jared. <laughs> Jared. Oh. You need to get a costume of Kanan or else should... Zoe will unleash her light side. And then we should also have a Hera, Caitlin. <laughs> And we should also have a season two Sabine over there. Zoe. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and we should have a Ketsu. Dad. And a Chopper. Dad. Oh, we have a Chopper. She's upstairs sleeping. <laughs> and then we should also have a Zeb, Marty. And oh, we don't have a Zeb. I mean, we sort of have a Zeb, but she doesn't want to do Zeb anymore. She really likes doing Kylo. And we should have an Ezra Jonas there. I called everyone out. Um, <laughs> we should have an Imperial Canaan, like when he's undercover. That would be cool, Dad. <laughs> but he doesn't want to. We're just going to start calling people out. Uh, no, I was with um, one of my dad's friends, um, Jono, and he was doing, um, what was it, Jurassic Park, um, uh, I forgot the character's name, oh my gosh, Dr. Grant, ow, no, I don't, I think, no, like the first movie, no, it was the first movie, the guy who introduces Jurassic World, Jurassic Park, Hammond, Hammond, I'm looking it up, don't worry. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I had to. Doctor Doctor Alan Grant is the main character, but you mean like like the the other guy? The other, yes, because there are not a bunch of guys in Jurassic Park. Yeah, like the guy with like the old guy with like the beard. Yes, the beard. <laughs> Doctor John Hammond. Okay. Was that the grandpa that had... Um, yes, uh, the two kids. Yeah. Okay, got the it. two grandchildren, yeah. Yeah, Alan um, Grant is the, the main character, dude. Okay. For some main he character, dude. Yeah. had a gross-looking wannabe emperor cane with the mosquito stuck inside of it, right? Yep. Got it. Okay. 
So um, anyway, he also does a really good Rex with um, old Rex, right? So um, I was telling them that they needed to work on their uh, stormtrooper kits so that way they can have they can fight over their armor, um, and my dad could be wearing his armor wrong, and he would be fixing it. It would, it would be funny, but they don't want to. So, that stinks. Anyway, what were we talking about before we were calling people out? Um, we were talking about the Ahsoka and Anakin's terrible landing. Oh, yeah, the AAA. Yeah. Oh, and then the, the one song that plays, that specific, but you know the one. And it's like, it's called Jedi Master Ayla Sakura on the Clone Wars soundtrack, and I listen to it all the time. I love it so much. I was in a Lincoln Park, but you know. <laughs> I, I listen to Star Wars music. Like I was when I was reading the Darth Vader comics today, I was reading and was playing Imperial March on repeat while reading. Speaking of Star Wars music, there is a two hour rockin' Star Wars music track on the Star Wars Podcasts app for Android. Look for it on Google Play. Another selfless plug. Move along. <laughs> carry on, carry on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, Wait, what this one. Said? I found it. On- <laughs> This one. See, I can't do that. Like, I can't. Whenever I'm in the car, I can't read because like there's like noises everywhere. There's people honking or like just like driving around, speeding around, or my dad has like a podcast on, or just some music. Like, I have to be in an empty room where it's completely quiet and I'm by myself reading because I can't do. People. Oh, I listen to music, like, music without words when I'm reading. Like, I'll listen to, like, the Harry Potter soundtrack when I'm reading Harry Potter or something. Or I was reading Bloodline one day, and I just listened to Princess Leia's theme on, like, on repeat while reading that. Uh, I just have a bunch of Linkin Park and <laughs> metal music. So <laughs> you like metal? Uh, I like metal. Name three blacksmiths. Blacksmiths? What? No, blacksmith. It's like it's a joke. Okay, like metal. Like they work metal. It's a blacksmith. Oh my! Lo- <laughs> it's a <laughs> joke. <laughs> I didn't get it. I was like, what? At, at first, I thought you were gonna say name three bands, and I was like, oh, pff, okay. Yeah, I couldn't oh. name three bands, so. Oh my god, Evanescence, yes. Metallica, yes. <laughs> Linkin Park. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I listen to all of them. And Star Wars music. John Williams <laughs> and Kevin there you Kiner. Are. Yes. <laughs> you know, Metallica had a really, really cool Imperial March of, uh, version there. You should, uh, I don't know if you've uh, heard it, but it's on YouTube. You should look it up. Yeah. I, yeah. I will convince my dad to do so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, there was one song that reminded me of Ahsoka um, and Anakin and I was, oh. I don't know it was Linkin Park and it was called, I think it was called Powerless and it was, it's kind of like not metal-ish but it's like just cool, beautiful I guess um, 
And I was like, oh my gosh, this sort of reminds me of Anakin and Ahsoka because 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 they don't like each other in the future. Mm. Well, I guess Ahsoka kind of likes. Like, she wants him back. Yeah, yeah. So she wants him to return, but he's but he's he torn. I, yeah, he on the outside, uh, Anakin slash uh, uh, Vader. I mean, uh, I'm supposed to call him Vader. Anakin's supposed to be no more. But far be it from me. Uh, the, the guy who pretends to be my apprentice uh, from time to time wants Ahsoka back. I think he's torn. He doesn't know what he wants. He, the dark side keeps telling him, "No, no, no. She, you're done with Anakin. He's done. Get get him out of here. No more Ahsoka for you." Uh, but uh, deep down. Down inside, uh, as in Return of the Jedi, spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen Return of the Jedi, Luke <laughs> senses the, the, the Anakin is still in there. So I think there's that conflict, even though in, uh, he says in the movie, there is no conflict. Uh, um, uh, Vader, when he told me that uh, his feelings on this matter were clear, he lied to me. I just now realized that he <laughs> lied to me. But, uh, but you see, Luke proved that there was a conflict in there. And so I think uh, Anakin is conflicted about uh, Ahsoka. Does he want to be Anakin again and have her as, as his apprentice and, and, and be all chummy and buddy-buddy and all that? Or, or are they enemies? He, he, he doesn't know. And uh, I think that's ultimately what uh, uh, ends up being the, the last episode of uh, season two of uh, Rebels there is that he couldn't uh, kill her. He just couldn't do it. And uh, that, yeah. that's why we have the... Uh, uh, we're, we're, we're not sure. We're just as conflicted as Vader is about whether or not she's dead or not. So what Emperor Palpatine are you? Like, are you Revenge of the Sith? Are you... Or not Revenge of the Sith. Well, I guess. Yeah. Who is Emperor Palpatine? Um, or just A New Hope? Or are you dead? <laughs> <laughs> I am Emperor Palpatine back when he was younger and he looked far better than he had when, when uh, you know, he, before he had all of the, 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 wrink, the, he had the, the face deformity, the wrinkly old man looking uh, nasty old face. I am a, a the Phantom Menace slash Attack of the Clones looking uh, Sidious uh, because um, I think a post uh, prequel Sidious is just too ugly for me. I, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is. <laughs> oh, he has to. And have you seen what the, his fingernails look like? You know, after the deformation, there, they're, they're they're horrible. They look like he looks like he's chewed on his fingernails all of his life. They're nasty. I I, I can't do that. <laughs> when I was younger, my parents had a picture. Well, me and my sister, we had a picture of um, the emperor, like kind of smiling. You could see his teeth, and it was on our bathroom mirror. And it says, "Brush your teeth, or you'll look like this." <laughs> Maul is a good example of that too Yeah, yeah. Uh, Terrible, terrible See that's the one thing about the dark side There is no dental plan So uh, uh, the, the no, no dental No trips to the dentist Which, which is fine by me I, I, I never did like going there anyway I haven't been to the dentist We have so. a good dental plan on the um, In the light side Like Ray and Finn's teeth <laughs> they, have, they have good teeth yeah, she does. Yeah, which is amazing. After all the, those years she spent out in the desert, I wonder she just sandblasted her teeth clean. Apparently, Ankara <laughs> is um, good friends with an orthodontist, and he wants the scavengers to have good teeth so he can sell them more food. 
See, there is an ulterior motive. I, I knew he, he was a business-savvy uh, guy there. Yeah, because if they don't have teeth, then they'll probably buy less food. So he can sell them more food. Oh, they'll do more work so that he gives them uh, uh, just a few more portions here and there. Yeah. I see. Interesting. <laughs> um, so, what was I going to say? Oh, there's a... Have you watched The Freemakers yet? Um, it's like a Lego Star Wars, not canon. Um, you know, like a Star Wars uh, episode, I guess. They're going to turn it into like a show. I've seen a few of those, but... There's only one episode, so we... <laughs> oh, wait, the Lego... St- there's like multiple ones. No, Lego, Lego Star Wars Freemakers. But it's like oh, a. I thought I meant. I thought I meant that like Freemakers was like an actual like an episode of one. No, I don't think oh. I've seen that then. Uh, it's it's really good. <laughs> I've heard about it. I haven't seen it. It's sort of like a standalone kind of uh, in-universe Star Wars story that has maybe cameos from some Star Wars characters, but it's uh, an original story with its own characters and its own storyline, and mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of fun. It, it it was it was we um, watched it at Legoland, uh, early, <laughs> so they were showing it early, so I got to watch it. Um, it was it was good. It was funny. <laughs> um, apparently, they have uh, a battle droid because this is during um, First Order, I guess, when the First Order is coming about. I think I'm not sure though. Um, but they have a battle droid um, as their little nanny, and it's so cute because he was making cookies. <laughs> but uh-huh. even though it's kind of weird because he's a good guy, but he's making cookies. Well, see, once the cookies turn, then he will too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. I want to see some battle droids and rebels, speaking of battle droids. Like, somehow, like, there's, like, some old restored ones. And Rex and Kane are, like, get those out of there. And then <laughs> Sabine is like, but you can paint it. <laughs> It'd be kind of cool to see Chopper take on a battle droid in, in uh, single combat. That would be kind of fun. That would be awesome. <laughs> I mean, like, if they just, like, find, like, a bunch of old battle droids and, like, Hera and, like, Sabine and stuff and, they're, and Ezra, and they're just like, hey, we should take these. They can help us. We can send them out. And then Rex and Kanan are like, I'm not touching it. Like, for one, <laughs> like, Rex and Kanan bond over hating the battle droids. Well, Hera wouldn't like them either oh, because... Yeah, Hera wouldn't. Because she was there. <laughs> and she found Chopper like that, too. I just want to see Rex and Kanan bond over hating something, because that's something they would do. <laughs> so like they're, they're good at brothers. it, I think. Yeah, yeah. Almost like brothers. Yeah. Like, they never get along, but they bond over hating the battle droids. <laughs> uh, maybe one day Kanan will tell a story about a Clone Wars thing? I don't know. Maybe that's not something they would do since they had a whole Kanan comic thing, which, Zoe, did you finish? I did. Or no? I fin- we, had, like, we had a conversation about the Kanan comics on the podcast. We did. I finished, yeah, we that- did. I finished them weeks ago. Okay, well, you need to finish Shattered Empire. You need to finish a whole bunch of other comics. You need to finish all of them. That's how I'll spend my summer, just reading comics. Yes. 
I am, on the other hand, am going to be at Texas trying to beat every video game that I haven't beaten. My summer will be comic books, video games, and watching Star Wars and Zootopia. Wait, oh, I love Zootopia. <laughs> we saw it, like, a few days ago, and I cried really hard. Like, through the, Why? throughout the whole movie, just crying. Like, even in the beginning, when, like... Oh, she's like, getting bullied. When she yeah. was getting bullied, and they're telling her she couldn't be a cop, and I cried. I just, I cried a lot in the whole movie, and I really want to watch it again. I didn't cry it. At, it, at all it was i didn't feel like it was sad i cried at the sad I, parts i cried at the happy parts i just cried i'm very okay. emotional yes <laughs> <laughs> we noticed uh. my parents laughed at me <laughs> they, like, my mom's like handing me napkins like cracking up <laughs> I would do the same. We'd probably like watch a movie together if we ever met, and I'd be like, "Hey, she's she's crying again. Shorty's crying." Anyway, <laughs> let's get back to these episodes. Um, so let's, okay. I feel like sure. like some days Rex is like of all the Jedi to be assigned to it was these two. But then, like, other days, he was like, I am so glad that I wasn't assigned to, like, the other Jedi that are all, like, codes and stuff. No, he wants to be on A-Team. <laughs> He'll change his name to, like, Ace or something like that. I don't know. It's Triple uh, A insurance. Maybe he thought that being assigned to that team would be insurance that he wouldn't be wounded in combat. That has to be it. <laughs> he wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, that's I mean, right. Sort of. Well, sort he, of. He got, I mean, shot in the, he got shot in the chest. What? Yeah, in the one episode. Did. When they were, yeah. Well, he oh, didn't no. have, he didn't was, have was, AAA insurance then, though. He yeah. Says. I was talking about this episode. Oh. Oh, yeah. He was only attacked by a weird turkey thing. A weird turkey thing. <laughs> well, I think I read somewhere that they were going to name Rex something with an A, but then they realized how many A's there would be if they did that, so they made Rex <laughs> instead. They stole his name from Star Tours. Yeah, um, there was an original Captain Rex that was uh, uh, Pee Wee Herman, no less. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah. He's sitting in the Disney World. Um, there's one of him just sitting in the Disney World, like in the line going to Star Tours. He's sitting there. You can say hi. He doesn't move, but... but that's another oh. thing I love about <laughs> Rebels, though, not to detract from the episodes that we're, we're talking about here in Clone Wars. But that, that's uh, one of the things I love about Rebels is they actually put that Rex droid along with the, the Star Tours ship in, in Rebels in a couple of episodes, if I remember yeah. right. That's pretty cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of them, Sabine, kind of blows him up. Yeah. <laughs> Rebels does a very good job at... Just world building or galaxy building, I guess, in this case. Just like, do you see, like, because, like, in the movies, and, like, you just don't see, like, the day to day, like, people buying fruit or, like, this. But in Rebels, you see, like, people going shopping for fruit or people, like, farming or, like, you know, like, people traveling in the little Captain Rex droid, you know, with him, not in him. Um, which reminds me, in the I think it was the first episode, um, uh, Defender. No, it was Jedi Crash, where he was eating a yogan. Rex was eating a yogan. Oh, yeah, 
And then in one of the episodes, I think it was, yeah, it was Defenders of Peace, and Ahsoka was eating something, and it looked like string cheese. Oh, yeah. I always thought they looked like taquitos, because taquitos <laughs> are delicious. I always thought that uh, that uh, whatever that little food was that uh, Luke had on Dagobah and Empire Strikes Back, I thought those were Twix bars. <laughs> they looked just like them. <laughs> um, I want to eat a Yogan. They look really good. Everyone eats them. <laughs> they look very liquidy on the inside. Like, you know, those yeah. fruits, they're like... Like they're like they're just like you know like wet and stuff on the inside, but like they're like pretty held together. Like yoga, look like you bite into it and just like all the juice like pouring out. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like a peach. Yeah, peaches are fuzzy. So very fuzzy. There was somebody in elementary school, and he had he had really fuzzy hair because it was like really short, like a buzz cut. And so we would call him Peach Fuzz, and he hated it. And I still call him Peach Fuzz sometimes, and then he yells at me. Just a random fact. <laughs> fact. Yeah, it's a fact. It's a fact of life. Um, anyway, okay. back to the episodes. Um, Yogans. Yep, Yogans. And Rex is really lucky Anakin woke up when the weird turkey thing, as Lizzie said, was attacking. <laughs> yeah. Because otherwise, Rex would have been dead, and Jonah would not be happy. Jonah Marie of the Wiki Gunner podcast. Because <laughs> that's that's her husband, I guess. We swear we're not getting. <laughs> we swear we're not getting paid by Jonah. <laughs> I'm not getting paid either. That's why I keep plugging my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're when. Anyway, back to the episodes, because we keep getting distracted. But um, when the Lerman, when uh, Wag 2 turned a little ball, it's so cute. Just, like, w- rolling away. I so adorable. <laughs> um, what? What? What were you going to say? I, I was just like, why did the Lerman say all of, like, it's like a Scottish or, like, Irish accent or something? Yeah, so I don't know what accent What is up was. with that? I think it was Scottish, but you know, Scottish and Irish accents sound pretty similar. So, I think it would. It might have been Scottish. You, um, it's like it. It almost reminds me of a uh, Merida from so Brave. That, she's Scottish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I agree with was, myself. Yeah. I agree <laughs> with myself. I would hope you would agree with yourself. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> and then it, things get crazy. <laughs> um, I don't have... Let me see. Oh, when uh, they find out... They find the probe droid... Um, <laughs> Ayla Sakura... Sakura... Um, tells tells uh, her commander... Not commander... Her clone. I'm just going to say her clone. I don't remember what his name is. Commander Bly. Um, Bly. Okay. I thought it was Gly, but I'm like, no. No, it's Bly. Yeah, I, love, Bly. I love Commander Bly. Just because she, because he killed her? No. I, I, <laughs> I, I just, I'm just ignoring Order 66. I love Commander Bly and Ayla Secure. They're like best friends, and I'm 
pretending Order 66 didn't happen. Yeah, sometimes friends kill each other. Yeah, like I'm going to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) It's friendship. A friendship. (laughs) Um, So she tells him to jam the probe's transmissions, and Bly's just like, okay, and like touches one button. And I'm just like, how do you jam someone's signal by one button? It's like, but <laughs> don't question Star Wars. <sighs> you do it all the time. I do. Like yeah, as for his walking traffic cone. <laughs> um, I think that's all I got on my notes. Oh, when you look at the sky, uh, when they're about to blow up, or just, just when you watch the episode, I guess. Um, but I noticed, like, when you look in the sky, you could see the strokes of the paintbrushes. Like, and it's so awesome. I love it. It's so pretty. So beautiful. I'm trying to search for my other notes that I might have, might not have. Nope, I just have the next episode. <laughs> I don't know. I think one of the highlights of these episodes was this guy who obviously had weapons that could easily kill his entire village, and Tiwaka is just, like, sassing him. <laughs> Sounds like you, Zoe. I know. I don't know when to shut my mouth. <laughs> so that's why I have a podcast. Because I can tell you. <laughs> um. Or when Rex was like, are we going to steal a ship from the Clankers? Count me in. <laughs> I understand why Jonah loves Rex so much. I like... I don't know. I like Gregor. Gregor? Gregor's the confused one, right? He, uh, he's, he's a little bit kind of uh, off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he wears the burger. The shirt with the burger that has the cape on it. Uh, sure. He dies. I don't remember. In he has a cape? Yeah, it's, he's wearing a shirt with a burger that has a cape. Huh. I never looked at his shirt. I just looked at how crazy he was and insane. Hmm. A shirt with a burger and a cape. The No, he's not wearing a cape. Like, the burger has a cape. <laughs> the burger has a cape. Yes. That's great. Like, uh. if you look it up. It's a burger that has a cape. Yeah, the dark side's clouding my vision again. I just can't picture this. Uh, I can't. I'll either. have to. I'll have to go back and watch this one again. Here, wait. <laughs> I'm gonna put a picture on the notes because it's a burger that has a cape. Okay. Okay. We get it. You're giving <laughs> ideas to fast food restaurants. I hope you ought to tell them that it's your idea. Because, <laughs> well, like, because he worked at the. Um, I think. He worked at that place, and that's where the... Burger- the restaurant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Celestin. Yeah. See, I was listening to an audiobook, and it was about how... It's called a there, it's Moving there. Target. You moving can see Target. Gregor's oh. shirt. It's a burger with a cape. What if it... What if the burger is just, like, going really, really fast? It's a burger with a cape. Oh, I see it now. Yeah, it's up there at the top of the notes. Uh, are you sure that's what it is? 
I guess it. I guess it is a bird. Well, it, it it looks like maybe the sun's setting, and uh, the rays are shooting out there. Along the... I don't know. It's a burger, and it's a cape, or it's going really fast, or something. All I know is any any person that runs a fast food chain that's listening to this, all of a sudden has a brand new brand new idea for selling their burgers. Let's put little capes on them, and I'm sure they'll sell. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's definitely a burger. I'm honestly hungry right now. Now, I'm getting that way actually, but uh, I have hot dogs on standby. Not, not, but, but uh, well, maybe I'll go out. <laughs> <laughs> we usually have dinner around six, and I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> One day I'm just gonna sleep or just play video games all day and just come down to eat and then go back. Cause yeah, I was thinking that my my grandpa, my grandpa in Texas, he um, he should do Commander Wolf or, yeah, Commander General. I don't know, Wolf. He should do Wolf because he looks like Wolf. I mean, <laughs> his skin's a bit darker though, but he still looks like him. He even has one eye, so it's uh. like perfect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. It's just hard for him to um, get around, though, because he is going through some things. But that's that's why I'm going to go visit him, so he can get better, I guess. I, I mean, that's, he's not going to get better by me just visiting, but I don't know. Lizzie will use her magical powers. I <laughs> have magical powers to make people, to heal people. No, that's the light side. <laughs> But I would turn to the light side for my grandpa. Because my grandpa is awesome. <laughs> um, anyway, I don't have any more notes. I just drew Ayla on my notes. So Most of your notes end with you drawing something. <laughs> well, I get bored. Um, I, like, when, um... They're, when he's announcing the weapon and he's just like, yeah, we're gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna destroy all organic matter but leave droids unharmed. And the droids are all like, yay, and Roger, Roger. And then they all step back, except for two. And then there's the butterfly messenger, messenger, you know? Little <laughs> is a butterfly or a bird? It doesn't look like it's a butter, it's a butter bird. Butter bird. But then that just pictures butter. In my head, and I'm like, okay, okay. what about a bird fly? Um, there you go. Or I don't. When they were like, when they were like sneaking through the base, like taking down the droids, like how was nobody hearing the lightsabers? I know. <laughs> or the True. bigger question is, how did they not realize in the morning that they were missing a shuttle? And um, all well, they the were gone. Were broken, and that they were gone. They were going on their way to the village. Well, then why didn't they like? Why didn't they have a thing like? Okay, so at this time, you check in with us through the comm. Did they, how did they not like? They didn't plan this out very well. Maybe there was bad signal. <laughs> no, what? no Wi-Fi. <laughs> I don't know. What? 
Anyway, I just really hope the um, or what was I gonna say? Um, when the Lerman they knock all the droids over, and Ahsoka just runs through dragging her lightsaber. You know, she <laughs> had, she had so much fun doing that. She did. <laughs> like, I would have tried to find ways like in the battle to try to do that so I could do that again. <laughs> And then I really hope that the Republic didn't occupy, um, what was that planet's name? I forget, but what, I really the, hope they didn't occupy the planet. The, what, what planet? The Meridian? Meridian. What planet? It's on the notes. Um, Meridian. 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 Whatever. I hope they didn't occupy it. So, is That's that all? <laughs> I don't have any more notes. Yeah, I don't have any. I've gotten distracted, and I'm just looking through pictures of the animation models from Clone Wars and Rebels. I thought you were going to say Poe. No. Like, oh, okay. Someone made one of Ray. Of what? Of Ray. Oh, and there's Finn. And there's Sabine. And there's everyone on the ghost crew. <laughs> yeah, there's um, Kanan and Hera and another Sabine. I'm not seeing Ezra or Zeb, but I see the Inquisitor. Let's talk about Battlefront. Battlefront. Play Battlefront. Battlefront. I play Battlefront. Except I've been playing Disney Infinity lately, so. Emperor Palpatine, do you play Battlefront? Uh, well, the short answer is no. I, I still uh, enjoy Battlefront 2 from way back in the day. That, that to me, is the uh, ultimate Star Wars game. But uh, this new one, um, I've tried it. I've somewhat enjoyed it. But it, to me, it's just not the same. It looks better. The graphics are great. Uh, it's the only way you can interact with other people online anymore. You can't do that with Battlefront 2 anymore. But um, I, I just enjoy Battlefront 2. That, that to me, is the game. <laughs> Yeah, we had to get rid of our um, Battlefront 1, or, or our Xbox 360, so we can't play Battlefront 1 or 2 anymore. So I, I just play Battlefront 3, and... <laughs> I love the glitches in Battlefront. It's so awesome. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just play Tatooine Survival just over and over again. I don't know why. I just... I, I like going for the cargo, cause cargo. Uh, but like they, it, it's so glitchy. I haven't had like, problems with glitches. Really? No, I haven't encountered any glitches actually. Like even on YouTube, like there's a bunch of glitches everywhere, and just it's it's amazing though. Um, I... But the bad parts in the glitching is when. Like, it'll just, you'll try to run, but it'll just keep pulling you back because it's very glitchy. Or you'll try to go up the stairs, but it'll take you back down. And that just it irritates me so bad. And it, and it just continues. And it just, it's, it's so frustrating. But there are really funny glitches where um, 
if you blow someone up, they'll just like shoot up into the air and that you never see them again. And it's really, really weird, <laughs> but it's really funny. Um, or sometimes if you shoot someone and they, uh, they'll like, they'll somehow get their head stuck into the ceiling. So they're just hanging there and it's kind of creepy. <laughs> so it's just, or you'll be in a little corridor and you see your friend on the other side and all of a sudden you just see him float and like get pulled into the wall and you're just like what it's like really creepy <laughs> oh i don't i've never encountered anything wow like, that, like at all you must have like really really good internet or something i don't i don't know what's going on with the battlefront yeah, we don't, so we don't have any problem with Battlefront, like, at all. Sometimes when people are on Endor, they'll just try to get on top of the AT-ATs, and they just stay up there. Oh, that's what I do. I do that all the time. Really? Are you one of the, you're one of those people? <laughs> I mean, I don't always do it, but, like, uh, I do it, I, yeah, I do it. <laughs> if I can find a way to get on, on top of an AT-AT, I will get on top of that AT-AT, and I will shoot people from above and throw thermal detonators at them. See, um, if you, like... You can't stop me. Oh, well, if you get a PS4, if I get, or if I get an Xbox, I will defeat you. <laughs> we're not getting a PS4, so... Okay, we're not getting an Xbox, then. <laughs> Because it's too expensive. Even getting another controller is expensive. Like, we only have one controller. But there is this weird thing when you spawn. You'll spawn with like the rest of your little stormtrooper people or your rebel people. And there was one where they kept jumping. They all kept jumping. And like somehow they all glitched and spawned on top of each other. So they look like a cheerleader squad. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? how did you guys get up there? Why? And then they all jump when the game starts. They all jump off and they just like run towards like just rebel people. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> so me and my dad just watch uh, glitches on YouTube all the time. Some, all, Sometimes all the time, but most of the time. <laughs> or some people will just float in the air. They'll di they'll die, but they'll like stay in the air. And it's really really weird. <laughs> I've never had a single problem with that off. Oh so gosh. And then this wasn't even Battlefront. It was uh, Tomb Raider, and I was playing. And I was in, like, sort of a temple-ish thing. And I was trying to kill these people that were trying to kill me because I kill people who try to kill me. Anyway. And um, somehow one of them had a... They had a bow. Not somehow, but somehow their bow was, like, five inches or maybe, um, like, far away from them. But it was still shooting. And they were dead. And then there was one guy that was invisible... But there was a sword swinging around. It was really weird. And I couldn't kill them. And so they killed me. 
was really I didn't like it. It wasn't even an online game. It was just like a regular little thing. And I do not like glitches sometimes. I don't really have problems with glitches in really Okay, well just watch game. an ep just watch an episode or not an episode, a, a YouTube video about the glitches. It's so hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. That's all I wanted to talk about Battlefront because glitches they're super annoying, but also very funny. Um, so yeah, that's it. <laughs> Is that all on the notes? I think that's yeah, all, right? I don't have anything else to talk about, except for how awesome Ahsoka is. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, we could. I could cut or balance that argument, but uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, Ahsoka, oh, boy. <laughs> Topic for another episode, maybe. If you'll ever have me back, I could uh, go in. I could go onto a whole diatribe about Ahsoka Tano. I love Ahsoka Tano. I could. I do, but I, I find um, issues with her. <laughs> I, I, there's. There, Interesting things about her. Really? Definitely worth conversation. Uh -huh. What yeah. issues do you have with Ahsoka? She can't make up her mind. She she leaves the Jedi. She comes back. She pretends she's a Jedi, but she's not. She admits she's not. She, her, her lightsabers. She she has to have the, these gray blades just to demonstrate how much of a, a gray Jedi confused whatever you want to call her. She, <laughs> she's okay. I mean, she's a fine person and all that, upstanding citizen of the galaxy. But she just can't make up her mind on things. That, that's my but issue with her, I, primarily. But she never said she was a Jedi. Well, she, she was an apprentice. She was, yeah. like, after she left the Jedi Order, she just, she was not a Jedi, and she still, yeah, she still fought and used her lightsabers, but she was always like, oh, yeah, I'm not a Jedi. Yeah, but she'll still work with the Jedi and use her powers. The only thing she won't do is open the Jedi Temple on Lothal, or wherever that place was. I think yeah, it was that was Lothal. Yeah. So, uh, you know, why? I mean, you've got the talent, you have the powers, you've got the ability. You just won't do it because oh, I walked away from the Jedi Order. But just so so declare yourself a Jedi and open the door for crying out loud. Well, like <laughs> she. I was going to say something, I completely lost it. Um, Good job, Zoe. Are you trying to back up, Ahsoka? I am. Failed. Well, I mean, like, all right, so by using powers and lightsabers, are you saying that Jedi and Sith are the same? Because they both, they both use powers, they both use lightsabers, and if you're saying that's what makes you a Jedi, then that would make the Sith Jedi. Well, they are both the same. In fact, if you count uh, legends, the expanded what used to be the expanded universe, as part of your your Star Wars lore, the Sith at one point were Jedi, uh, and in that storyline, they they uh, were they kind of went uh, well bad. They kind of rebelled against the Jedi, so to speak. They were banished, uh, and they were they were called uh, the Dark Jedi in a sense. Then they found the uh, I think it was Korriban or was it Zyost? I can't remember. Dark side clouding my vision again. Uh, they, <laughs> 
and they conquered the Sith species. They became the lords of the Sith, and that's how they got the, the time there, but the, the the title there. But you see that so they were Jedi in a sense at one point in time in history there. So if you think of it that way, yes, the Sith. In fact, Palpy even said um, there before while he was he's still handsome, didn't have the wrinkly uh, deformations in his face there. He said the Sith and the Jedi are alike in so many ways. Uh, re revenge of the, the Sith. That is where he said that to Anakin, no less. Uh, and uh, there's only one difference. The difference being is that the, the Sith know what they want. The Jedi are so confused, they, they, they can't make up their minds. They're, they're do-gooding people that think that the, they, they know what's best for the galaxy. They're just as confused as Ahsoka is, uh, in, in that sense. And I, I'm, of course, I'm speaking, I'm saying this from the, the I have a certain affinity for Palpy, so of course I'm going to say it from <laughs> his perspective there. But the, the, the Sith know what they want, they go out and get it. They want power, they want to conquer things. They, they know exactly what they want, in life, and they and they know how to have a good time. Uh, the Sith have passion. The Jedi have no emotion at all. Well, where's the fun in that? Hmm. I rest my case. But they still have compassion. <laughs> they what? They still have compassion. They have compassion, but they have no passion. Uh, you know, and, and Anakin kind of reasoned out in Attack of the Clones that you could say the Jedi are encouraged to love. Uh, but you see... That that's his the the dark side kind of uh, luring him in there. At that point, Palpy had him at the the uh, the end of the fish hook there, and he was just about ready to reel him in. At that point, I think, because uh, Anakin was reasoning. Um, in Attack of the Clones, uh, how he could use the Jedi Code to be able to fall in love with Padme, I think. And well, you know. I can agree about how the Jedi are like, you know, confused because Ahsoka in this episode talks about how the Jedi can't have relationships, but yet they can have compassion. So she's confused, and yet um, Ayla kind of straightens her out and says how. No, you cannot have things like that, but, uh, yeah, you know, I just... Yeah, and at the same time, though, uh, oh, the uh, what's his name? The cone-headed Jedi, uh, I forget his name. Yaddy Mundi. Yaddy Mundi, thank you, yeah. See, the, that's the one thing about the dark side. You tend to forget a lot of things sometimes. I call it <laughs> I call it Sith timers. Um, but, uh, yeah, he had, I think in the books, he had children. He had a number of wives, and I think it yeah. was... Uh, because he, because yeah. his... Uh, race doesn't have a lot of males, so they kind of need to reproduce. And uh, Syrian, I think, was his species. Yes, Syrian. Well, well, there you go, cereal, yeah. Um, and the, the story made for a good cereal, I would say so. Um, and Anakin kind of complains about how Kiyari Mundi gets to have um, you know, wives and things like that. And rightfully so. Where's the? How fair is that? Not. Yeah. Yeah, it's not fair at all. No, and uh, you know, Anakin could have said, "Well, look, I don't, I, I, my, I don't even have a dad." You know, he didn't. He just had a mom, and uh, so he kind of looked at, to to Palpy maybe a little bit, and Obi Wan to for that that uh, father figure kind of thing. But no, he needed to have a good, loving relationship in his life, and he had none. The closest thing he had, in his own words, was Obi Wan Kenobi. The closest thing I've had to a father. Poor Anakin was was he had his mom, and then he was taken from his mom. Gee, way to go, Jedi! The only love that that Anakin had in his life, and you took him from it. So, you see, the Sith would have allowed him to be with the one he loved. And that was why Anakin turned to the dark side. You see? 
That is yeah. why the dark side is so great and the Jedi are so blah. I mean, to be <laughs> fair, Qui-Gon wanted to take Shmi, but Watto wouldn't let him. Because to put chance cubes. Yeah, but see, Qui-Gon had the ability. He could have he could have uh, done something to turn that into his favor. He could have bet Watto to free Shmi, too. He just he could have found a way if he really wanted to. True. I yeah. think. I think. But I feel like then, what do you think would Anakin turn into the dark side? Because they made the prequels before, you know, they made the prequels. <laughs> so they had, they had to make him the dark side. But maybe if they didn't make episode four, five, and six, he could have been good. Um, if he would have had his mom, maybe. I, I'm not sure. Uh, it's possible. I mean, you never know. I, I think if his mom were freed and his mom were allowed to go with them, he, he still would have wanted to be a Jedi, and they still wouldn't have allowed him to see his mom. And I think he would have found a problem with that and ultimately would have uh, gotten angry and uh, wouldn't have uh, uh, been a, a do-gooding lightsider for very long. I, I think that if uh, Anna, Anakin's mom was spared and allowed to, to go free, I don't think she would have lived very long anyway. She, she, would have, she would have kicked the bucket at some point. And uh, Anakin would have, um, maybe he wouldn't have been as angry. Maybe he would have been a softier darksider, perhaps, than he turned out to be uh, as a Vader. But uh, I think Anakin would have ultimately turned. Uh, because that, that was his destiny, uh, after all. I mean, for crying out loud, I invested so much time into him, he better have turned. <laughs> well... It's just like me and cookies, you know? Mm-hmm. I try, I take hours to make the dough, and then I finally put them in the oven, and then they turn out bad. And I'm just like, really? I put so much love in you, but you turned anyway. Yeah, well, that's the thing about the dark side, is that when you're exposed to it for too long, you definitely turn a little bit too far. And uh, so I think there's a, uh, to his credit, I would have to say that Mace Windu sure knew how to walk that fine line uh, between light and dark, and uh, I mean that, uh, the force. Uh, He walked that that fine light side, dark side line. He had that lightsaber form, Vopid, uh, form seven that he came up with, and that incorporated some of the the dark side there. And uh, so, uh, but he knew when to turn it on and when to turn it off, like a light switch. Uh, and I think that uh, Mace Windu would have made a wonderful dark sider, except he kept turning it off too too much. And uh, and uh, so anyway, we, we showed him uh, uh, where he could take his light side, and uh, and we put him in his place. Wanted to say something about Voss, but no, I can't. <laughs> you spoiled the book has been spoiled for me already. I know. Okay. <laughs> Have you read it then? To me? Yes. Yeah. Well, I know the story of Voss. Yes, uh, yeah, I have. I, uh, uh, Dark Disciple. Yes, I, I, I do. And uh, I know what Dooku does and all of that. And I, I think that, uh, well, I, I don't want to spoil it. You know, I, I think that uh, Zoe needs to pick up Dark Disciple post-haste and, and read it quickly. Or quickly yeah. begin to start reading it because uh, uh, it was a wonderful story. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. I think that I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of love stories. Uh, me I, to, to me, that's all mush. I mean, yeah. what's funny is that the, the Star Wars movie, Attack of the Clones, is probably my least favorite of, of all of them, but it has my favorite battle. The Battle of Geonosis is perhaps my most favorite of all of the battle scenes in Star Wars because the Jedi get theirs. That's why. But uh, the, the, the whole love story between Anakin and Padme was it's mush 
It's absolute mush. And uh, so I, I kind of look at the, to me, the, 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 the whole uh, Asajj Ventress and uh, Quinlan Voss, they mush. But at the same time, <laughs> in all of that mushiness, there is some really good qualities about Quinlan Voss that I have to admire as the emperor, no less. So all of the more reason for you to read that book there, Zoe. Another mush book would be <laughs> Lost Lost Stars, that too. Lost Stars um, was really good, though. Yeah, it was really good. And so did Stark Disciples. I mean, I'm not saying my, my, my dad listens to it and reads it all the time. But the audio novels are amazing. In fact, yes. uh, I ran out of shelves with all my Star Wars books. I, I just <laughs> I, I got tired of buying plastic shelves at Walmart and, and, and uh, had putting more books on them. So uh, I started getting the audio novels, and oh my goodness. They're, 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 they're word for word. They're unabridged, which means that they don't take anything out. It's all word for word. And when they do the characterizations, the narrator actually tries to sound like what the character would sound like, and then they put the music and the sound effects in there. That's kind of how I stylized, not to make another selfless plug, but that's kind of how I stylized Holland at Audio Dramas, is where I'm actually telling a story, although it's fan fiction, and then I put it uh, music and sound effects, just like those audio novels do, and uh, it, it, it's like you're listening to a movie. You could close your eyes and immerse yourself into it. And I always the picture them way. anime in cartoon form. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, I don't know. It's really weird. Um, and I didn't enjoy how the um, audio book person, I don't know, I don't remember his name, but how he did Dark Disciple, he did Ventress's voice. I didn't really like how he did that. Well, it's, it's very difficult of... for a guy to do a female voice. <laughs> Not easy. It is, yeah. but he made it seem like, like, really, like a, almost a harsh and rash voice. I mean, she kind of is, but she's also very, like, um, Smooth, I guess. I think his name is Mark Thompson. He does a lot of the uh, yeah, novels, and uh, he's very, very talented. There's one guy that uh, did the, um, and I cannot think of his name. He's a British guy, and he did the uh, Sidious novel, uh, the audio version of that, and he is amazing. I wish I could remember his name. I have the the uh, audio version right on my computer here. I got it on iTunes, uh, and he sounds just like Palpy. I mean, when he does the the characterizations of Palpy and and what he, and so he had to literally create a voice for Plagueis, not the Sidious novel. Sorry, I meant the Plagueis novel, and yeah. uh, and it sounds the way he characterizes Plagueis. It just sounds exactly the way you would imagine Plagueis would be, and he sounds like the other characters that we know too. He sounds like Anakin would. He sounds like uh, uh, Maul would. He sounds like. Uh, does a tremendous job as Palpy. So that's another reason why I love the audio novels. They have these trained voice actors and narrators that, that uh, do the, the narrating there, and uh, they, they do a, such a good job of it. Uh, to me, it's, it's far better than reading the book. And of course, if you feel like spending money, if you listen to the audio novels and read along with the book at the same time, that's even more fun. I enjoy yeah. that too. Um, there was one book that I didn't really like. It was, I don't remember what it was called, but it was... It wasn't. It was Star Wars. It was. It would seem like it would be Star Wars because it was just Anakin was very different. He wasn't the Anakin like in the movies at all or in the Clone Wars. He was like he was like a crybaby. They made him seem like the ultimate crybaby ever. Um, 
it was, he was just like, oh my God, I miss Padme so much. I want to see Pat, like just throughout the whole well, like that I listened to and I was I like father, like son. I mean, uh, Luke was <laughs> a, a huge crybaby in episode four. And uh, so I, I think maybe in a way the writers kind of wanted to do that with Anakin a little bit. Uh, I'm just theorizing, but that, that makes sense to me. Uh, being a crybaby runs in the family. I just hope that if Ray is a Skywalker, uh, I, I'm just saying if, uh, then I hope she doesn't become a crybaby because that might get annoying. Uh, but <laughs> but um, uh, it, Skywalker. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot of theories on that. I actually, in the latest, uh, uh, the, the latest HoloNet audio dramas episode, uh, I, I, I was one that I wrote, and uh, that story, I kind of decided to, to go ahead and, and go with the theory that she uh, is Luke's daughter, uh, but only because it, it, it made the story turn out kind of cool. Ray uh, so. Skywalker. Ray and maybe the Skywalker. Ray may not be her given name. Yeah, yeah, maybe she was actually named something else. Ray might have been something that uh, she was given to her that she, maybe she came up with on uh, uh, the, the, the planet there. That maybe she got there. it from um, Dosmit Ray, the pilot's helmet? The, the, I was just thinking that. The, pilot that, the pilot's helmet that she was wearing on uh, that desert planet. Yeah. Boy, I the Sith timers. What's the name of that planet again? It's not the... the Jakku. Jakku, thank you, yes. I uh, think Jacket, yeah, Jakku. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, she was wearing a pilot's helmet, and in Arabesh, the, the pilot's name, Ray is part of that pilot's name, that the pilot that owned that helmet, right? Yeah. It's yeah, like, and like so, Dothmit Ray or something. Yeah, so maybe that's how she got the name Ray is because she she never had a name or she couldn't remember her given name. Uh, and uh, who knows? And uh, so she took the name from that. I'm willing to bet that um, we maybe not in even, well, yeah, probably in Episode 8. Um, uh, it's possible in Episode 8 we may not even know uh, her true family uh, heritage until episode nine. Uh, that's uh, heaven forbid that happen because I think it, we're all dying to find out in episode eight. You know, hey, is she looks up. Yeah, um, but uh, you know, I, I think that um, I, I think she's a Skywalker. She has to be. There are so yeah. many parallels. There are just so many parallels. But then also, like, because I mean, at this point, she's obviously not a solo. And then, what other significant family would she be a part of? That a big part of her story is finding her family, and she's all about her family. So, like, why would they put that in the movie if her family wasn't important to the audience as well? Mm-hmm. Uh, even more than Ray, I, I want to learn who Snoke is. Um, there are so Roger. many. There are so many theories out there That being one of them My least favorite of course I'm sorry Um, (laughs) There is one theory I don't know if you want to talk about theories at all But there is one theory about who Snoke is That I find absolutely fascinating Some people were saying it was Plagueis well, yeah, some people are saying it's Plagueis, and I, I hope it is, to be honest. I love Plagueis, and uh, although I think Plagueis should be immune because I love the Plagueis novel, the Plagueis novel, unfortunately, is not canon anymore. I've got my own gripe about that. But um, it, I think, though, that there's this one theory that says that uh, uh, Snoke is actually Leia. You know, that she actually, at some point in history, uh, turned to the dark side. And she's using the uh, visage, the apparition there, of Snoke as as a, a cover, you know. So it's interesting. Uh, because we only see Snoke as a hologram. Snoke could look like anything. Just uh, like um, yeah. Ahsoka and what was the guy's name? What, what did she name herself? Fulcrum. Uh, 
fulcrum. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that's an interesting theory. But I, 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 I prefer Snoke to be Plagueis. I, I would like that very much. I... I would hope Snoke is Plagueis, and that seems cool to me, and in-universe that makes the most sense. But I think movie-wise, they would go with something else, because, you know, just because Plagueis, like, to the general audience of Star Wars, people aren't going to know Plagueis. Like, in the fandom, like, yeah, everybody knows Plagueis, but to the general audience, most people are just going to be like, oh, he's Plagueis, who's that? Like, you know? Darth Bane. Right. <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. So maybe Snoke will be his own original character. I think that'd be kind of boring. Yeah. Uh, um, but, yeah. I mean, and the Star Wars needs more characters because it's mainly the ones that the famous ones are like, you know, Luke, Han, and uh, Leia. Um, and then now that we have new characters, there's new people to cosplay um, or costume. <laughs> and um, I, I feel like it should be. A different character. It shouldn't. Even though I talk about how it should be Jar Jar, I'm really kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine how many people would just be so angry if Snoke was actually Jar Jar? <laughs> like how many? Well, they would think he was cool. Would just. There is, um, and I think this would generate applause from the audience if they ever include this in the in, in the upcoming Star Wars movies, which they could as maybe a flashback. They've already done a flashback uh, sequence in uh, Episode 7, so it's possible. But out there on YouTube, uh, there is a scene that someone did where it shows Jar Jar being on planet Alderaan when it was blown up by the Death Star. So how fun would it be to, for them to have a flashback of Jar Jar being on Alderaan when the Death Star blew it up? And that would just generate so much applause. I think people would be standing in their seats. All <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I think I might be needing to go really soon. Uh, I should do the same, actually. I work at night, and it's it's quickly becoming nighttime. So uh, but like it has been. Dark fun. side. It's 920 already over here, so. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's becoming my time to go play. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that doesn't sound ominous at all. Uh, well, thank you, um, Joe, for being on the podcast with us today. Well, thank you. It's and been fun. So you can find him. He has a um, podcast app on the Android, and he has you know other podcasts. He has the Hollow, uh, the whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't talk. Apparently today, the um, Holona audio dramas and the um, the ho- and he's the host of Dark Empire Radio and he's um, one of the hosts of the Five Hundred First Cast and so you can find him and then you know you can find me on Facebook, Stars Geek Girl, you know Twitter, whatever, um, and you can buy our T-shirts so Lizzie can go to celebration. I was looking at them and I want I want the long sleeve shirt. You want the sweatshirt or the long sleeve shirt? The hoodie? Both. Both. I wanted the hoodie, but then I was like, mm, I don't know. Well, um, <laughs> yeah. So thank you for listening to Star Wars Geek Girl, and um, may the force be with you, and goodbye. They have four shades of red. Star Wars Geek Girls. They're geek girls that like Star Wars. And sometimes cry.